Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Yeah, and I will say this about Wilkes coming down to the sideline. I learned something new. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, I was listening to his Candlestick Chronicles, another 49ers podcast with Chris Biederman and Kyle Matson. We've had Kyle on uh, No Huddle before. Uh, but they were saying that Nick Wagner had told them, and they n- neither one of them knew this, and, and I learned it yesterday, that in the NFL, uh, the only, the, the only uh, personnel who can talk to the players on the field with the green dots, right? So that's the quarterback on offense, and that's whoever you decide to wear the green dot, which is the, the helmet with the speaker on defense for the 49ers. That's Fred Warner. Only personnel on the sideline can talk directly to players. So with Steve Wilkes in the booth, he is not relaying play calls directly to Fred Warner like Robert Sala and like D'Amico Ryans were. Um, he is, he, there is an e- intermediary. And so he would call the play down to Johnny Holland, the linebackers coach, and then Johnny Holland would relay that to Fred Warner. And so there is a there is now that I understand it, there is an advantage of him being down there. Um, and the advantage is, is that he can talk directly to Fred Warner. And to me, I think that's important because ultimately 
you want the input from, from those high football IQ guys that you have on the defensive side of the ball. And if you're calling in something and Fred goes, wait a second, right? Like there's at least dialogue that can happen there. Again, not when the play call comes in, but he can come to the sideline and immediately just go up to Wilkes and be like, Hey, here's what I'm seeing. And, and Mm -hmm. I think ultimately it's the communication that I think is, is, is the biggest thing that is lacking. And and players have said that. And Kyle Shanahan has said that. And I think ultimately that's why Kyle was like, no, I think we need you down here. And not only that, but the defense is used to having their defensive play caller on the, on the field. And so with a defense that has the level of continuity that this defense has again, throwing a wrench in it by having him up in the booth and, and all of that. Like I, 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 I think I understand a little bit more why, while I don't think it's a tremendous deal and I don't think it's the reason why they've struggled the past three weeks. I do think having him come down to the sidelines is a positive uh, move. And it'll be interesting to see again, whether we see that translate to, to play on the field. But I did want to throw that in because I thought that was important. And like I said, I, I learned that myself just yesterday. I had no idea. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Did, did we t- say Trent Williams practice today? Did we mention that? We did not, but he did. I just and that, <laughs> and they brought happy tears to my eyes. Yeah, because they, listen, they need him back. So it sounds like they're going to be kind of close to whole. Um, Dre Greenlaw, you know, again, he looked like a guy who needed a couple weeks off. Like Kyle said, yeah. the team looked slow and tired. He was one of those guys that needed some time off. Um, George Kittle mentioned that penalties on first and second down have been part of what's been derailing the run yes. game. Um so they're going to have to try to get better at that. Yeah, don't you, you don't want to get in second long. You don't you want to be in second manageable, third and manageable, and, and not put too much pressure on Brock to do what he's been doing the past few weeks, and that's try to do too much. Get back to your game, short passes, get in good situations, minimize risk for your quarterback, and, and just get back to playing 49ers football. I think this is a tough game, but it's a very winnable game. And again, if they have any aspirations of really – winning a Super Bowl this year, or this is a game that you, that you win. I know the Jags are six and two. I, I know that they're a good team. I know this isn't a away game. I know they're coming off a bye as well. Nothing, anything against or away from the mm-hmm. Jaguars at all. Um, mm-hmm. They have a lot of talent, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Travis Etienne, a lot of talent around them, Evan Ingram, you know, guys that can beat you on offense. But if the Niners are a Super Bowl contender, that this is a game you go and you take care of business. I'm not saying 40 to 10, but you, right. you find a way to win this game. You win this game, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And, you know, like I said, this this team, I think, poses some unique challenges for the 49ers on both sides of the ball, specific to the things that we've talked about, which mm-hmm. are struggles that they've had. And, and for the 49ers, that's uh, pressure on the quarterback, getting pressure on the quarterback, getting sacks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has the uh, has the second fastest uh, uh, time to throw uh, in the NFL at two point four one seconds. Um, and so he's pressured on 30% of his dropbacks. Um, but again, he's getting the ball out 
And so those pressures aren't necessarily turning into sacks. So again, what's what do we want to see? We want to see the quarterback on the ground. Well, yeah. this poses a unique challenge. And then the other thing is we talked about how the coverage with the 49ers, the coverage, the marriage of, of coverage to pass rush hasn't really been there. We've mm-hmm. talked about, you know, are they playing more man than they're used to? And and has that messed them up? You know, they're a really, a really incredible zone zone defense it's what they run and and that takes a lot of communication uh but what's interesting is that uh trevor lawrence has a 49.5 qbr against man coverage uh but it's 77.2 against zone and again i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he is getting the ball out quickly and and you know they're doing a lot of rpos and things like that so uh, again, is Wilkes going to throw more man coverage out, which is not necessarily something that this team has majored in uh, over the past few seasons with D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala, or do they stick with zone and, and trust that their, their, their tacklers will actually tackle? Because that's the thing. If you're running zone, that's great. But if you're not tackling, you're, that zone's going to get eaten up. So again, unique challenges for this team with the struggles that they're having. And, and Jacksonville really kind of exposes a lot of those. So that's where I'm most interested to see, hey, here's a team that is really good at doing some of the things that you haven't been good at or you haven't been good at defending. Are you going to have answers? Are you going to answer the bell? Or are we going to see another situation where, you know, we're talking about a fourth loss in a row? I don't think so. Um, and I think, like I said, this team is too talented and too too veteran laden to come out of a bye week after having lost three in a row and lay another egg. I think they're going to come out and I think they're going to make a statement. I don't necessarily mean I don't necessarily think that means a blowout, but I do think it means that uh, I, I I think they're going to win by more than one score. Um, and it's because again they they've got to make a statement and they've got to reestablish themselves as one of the favorites in the NFC. I'm kind of seeing a grind game. I kind of feel like it's going to be a grind game where both teams have to grind a little bit to to win. Low 20s, you know, in that, in that yeah. range, I could see. I'm going to say I, I think the Niners win this game because they're, they have to. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. kind of the way that I feel about it. They have to come out and they have to get things moving in the right direction after this bye. They seem focused. They seem to know that. But I see it as 24-20. 24 21 in, in that range. I think it's it's going to be a grind and it could, there could be some series where you're like, oh, you know, that didn't look good or whatever. But in the end, uh, they're going to find a way. Yeah. I, I think I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a grind. I don't think there's, I don't think they're going to score over 30, um, especially since it's on the East Coast. It is a 10 o'clock start time for them. Uh, you know, body clock games can always be a little bit wonky. But, I do think that with Trent back and with Debo back, I think this offense starts to find its rhythm again. I think Purdy will be, uh, I think Purdy will be efficient. And I think that he'll make a handful of throws where you're like outstanding. And Mm -hmm. I think he's going to limit the turnovers uh, again, because I don't think he's going to be pressing as much because I do think that uh, they're, they're not going to enter the fourth quarter behind. Um, So I'm going to say that they win this game. I said by by multiple scores, so I will say uh, they will win this game 26 to 17. 